It's the Hoffman Show on the Team 980. We're always live as well on the free Odyssey app. Craig Hoffman back in the chair today, back home in D.C. after a great week in Indianapolis. Uh, Anthony Haney is, is back in his chair. And you need to tilt your camera up a little bit. Uh, yeah, we don't, we, we got, yep. Oh, hey, there's the top of Anthony's head. YouTube, you can say hello to Anthony Haney now. He's, he's, he's there. We're, we're back. We're, we're in, in the places that we're comfortable. Um, I, I have been in studio, Anthony, one time in like the last three weeks between vacations and, and all of the things. But, uh, happy to be back with you today, sir. Um, and then, and then we get two days off. I'm looking forward to those two days. I'm joking. I just got I back. Mean, I mean, I am, but, you know. Yeah, it's yeah. a weekend, of course. <laughs> Big weekend ahead for me. Uh, we'll talk about that later in the hour. Uh, Mike Tannenbaum is going to join us at 4.30 today. So excited for that. Our guest list is insane today. Um, some of it is stuff that I recorded yesterday before leaving Indianapolis there on Radio Row, including chats with Tom Pelissero, uh, NFL Network Insider, uh, my guy Q Myers from Vegas. I think the Raiders are like a – a dark horse that's not going to be dark for very long in terms of wanting to trade up. They love Jaden Daniels. We'll talk to Q about that. All right, talk to Q about that. You'll hear that at 6.30. Um, and then Andrew Siciliano and I chatted for a while on Radio Row into microphones for your entertainment. Uh, that interview is coming up at 6 o'clock tonight. Uh, Dave Johnson at 5.30 on a Wizards game day. But we have, Anthony, breaking news to start the show. Big, fancy breaking news the commanders are going to have somehow even more cap space. Uh, they are going to release, according to multiple reports, uh, not only Charles Leno, who you might have heard of, but it just dropped that uh, Logan Thomas is also on the chopping block. And I think this is pretty interesting at both positions. And, um, you know, Leno is, is scheduled to get hip surgery. Um, he's an older player. He, like, upgrading at left tackle is not all due respect to Charles, who like I think is serviceable, is not hard. It's not hard to upgrade over serviceable. It's not like um, it's not the same as trying to upgrade over like great. Um, so like the idea that you're trying to upgrade over a guy who's pretty good, like you can do that. It's just is going to cost you money. Well, they have a ton of money, so we'll see um, what this tackle class ultimately looks like. As other teams around the league are making cuts, and is there a veteran available? You know, do you? chase like a Jonah Williams or someone if, if the Bengals let him go um, I think I saw his name on one of the lists like there's a couple of guys floating around the league but then you also have uh, you know you have the the tackle class in the draft and I, I have questions about that that I'll answer in a second I think one of the other like Logan is interesting as well because tight end is also like a position of need like I, I think sometimes when you cut people for cap reasons you do it because you have an obvious starter it's like oh yeah well we can cut that guy because we save a ton of money and we know what we're going to do with that position anyway. Who's the starting tight end if the season started tomorrow? Like, Cole Turner? Armani Rogers coming back off the off the Achilles? John like, Bates. John Bates? <laughs> like, they obviously need a starting tight end. And I, I they have immense resources. Um, and there are guys in this draft that are available. But I think what you're – what this – team is telling you is a couple things um starting with this is going to be a very young football team next year um they are going to go with the youth movement which is good because they're you know recalibrate reboot rebuild whatever you want to call it like we know we're at the beginning of something and so having youth that's going to grow into it is good i also do think though and what is the what is the other common thing that ties these two players together besides age and price 
I tell you, think back last year, 2023 Commanders, Charles Leno, Logan Thomas. They uh, were the two players who what? Missed time. Not, missed, not just missed time. That, that to me goes in the age thing. Uh, think about their relationship with the team. Oh, they came in with Ron? Uh, I mean, they did, but they didn't get along very well with Eric Bietemi. Mm. And I'm not saying that this, like, validates EB all of a sudden, that, like, you know, actually these guys were soft all along. But, I mean, these are two vets that spoke out, and I respect them for it. I think they should. I mean, Logan Thomas and Cliff have a, have a relationship. Like, those guys go back to, to Arizona, um, you know, when Logan was there and, Cliff knows what he's about. Leno's a vet in the league who's, who's very well respected. Um, but I also think, it, and I'm not even saying that this valid or this um, unvalidates or invalidates their complaints last year, but I do think there is some small percentage of this that says like we're going in a new direction. Like we want different voices at the top, and sometimes you need that. Like in, in some ways. It's, uh, there, there are levels to this, so do not extrapolate the entirety of these two things uh, against each other. Take the parts that I'm taking out of them for a comparison's sake here. But, like, when the Wizards wanted to move on from Brad, right, part of the reason you have to move on from Beal is if you're starting over and he's still there, there's too much carryover. He, you don't have a new voice in the locker room. And even if they, these guys, I mean, look, if these guys were tremendous, like A plus leader voices that nobody had any doubt on and they perfectly melded with um, what the, the, the commanders wanted to do under Peters and under Quinn and they were less expensive or, and, or they produced more, they'd still be here. So this is all, it's all multifactorial and the biggest factors don't get it twisted are age production costs combinations. They're older players who didn't produce very much or produce enough, certainly not enough for their salary position. But what you're going to have next year as a result of that is new voices. And they decided after talking with John Allen that they definitely wanted to keep John Allen, right? So that tells you something. I think John's voice is going to stay loud and will have more room to be heard because guys like Chase aren't there anymore. And I think sometimes Chase's voice may have drowned out John's a little bit. Um, but I think, like, Terry's going to have a very significant leadership burden next year. And Terry's a guy that more often than not has been show him, not tell him. And then when he speaks up, people listen. Like, he's going to have to have a louder voice next year. And at this point in his career, like, and the salary point he's at, frankly, like, it's part of the reason you pay Terry McLaurin all that money. Um, that That's someone that you want people following. If more people had Terry's approach and attitude and work ethic – then I think they'd be a better football team. But I, I think that this tells you, you know, whether this was a reason they're cut or not, I don't know. I don't know. It has to be more complicated than they, they're expensive and old and didn't produce a lot. But two vets who definitely were, I think, voices of dissent in that locker room last year, which I don't even necessarily mean as a, as a knock. I do think that at times you need your players to speak up for your players. And going back at EB last year and some of the things that – we're going down, um, I think, needed to happen. But at the end of the day, like, you're going to have new voices next year. And, oh, by the way, you have $85 million now, at least. Um, the, the numbers on this uh, are, are in flux because we don't know whether these will be post-June or uh, post-June 1 or pre-June 1 cuts. 
I got to check Thomas's number in a second, but because um, that happened like literally right before the show, so I haven't pulled up the actual numbers yet. And if you have them, um, by all means, go ahead. But for for Leno, seven point two million if he's released immediately. Uh, if it's designated as a post June one cut, then it saves over eleven million. Um, the difference between the two is that if it's a post June one cut, you split the dead money. So there's about eight million dollars in dead cap money remaining on Leno's contract. If you take that all this year, that's how you get the seven million. You split that in half, and four million this year, four million next year, because you designated it as a post June first cut. Then it is the eleven million number with another four million dead cap on your books next year. And you have the numbers for uh, for LT. Yeah. So by releasing Logan Thomas, Washington uh, creates six point five million dollars in cap. And uh, only has to pay a uh, 1.7 in dead cap. So. Yeah, so he'll be a straight up cut. No, yeah. you're not. You're not splitting 1.7. You just no. take it all this year. Yeah, um, move on with your your life. And that's the thing. Like, it's at those numbers, it makes total sense to make these moves. Mm-hmm. But because they had the only reason it's like the teeniest little bit of surprise uh, is because why did I just turn into Jerry Seinfeld? I don't know what's happening. Uh, is because they have so much cap space. Like they don't need more cap space. So there is an element of this that they just don't really want the player either. And so they move on. Uh, that's the the big breaking news here on the Hoffman show. When we get back, quarterbacks talk this morning at the podium. Jaden Daniels, Drake May, Caleb Williams all talked about the potential uh, of playing in Washington, as did J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix. Uh, they all talked about their their uh, visits with the commanders. We learned a thing or two. I uh, got some more details on how those meetings went as well. We'll give that all to you next on the Hoffman Show on the Team 980 and always live on the free Odyssey app.